This is Cheese by Hand. I'm Michael Claypool. And I'm Sasha Davies. There has already been much said about Jasper Hill Farm. Brothers Andy and Matteo Keeler broke ground to build their operation in 1998 and began making cheese only four years ago. Listening to Matteo and Andy, you quickly realize that they are far from done with their plans for cheese. They are long on ideas and they have a track record to back it up. And their vision extends beyond the farm. They are determined localists, concerned for the ecosystem that they are a part of. And they bring these ideas and morals to this threatened profession. Over the past few years, hundreds of farms have gone out of business um, in the state. And, uh, you know, the average farm now in, in Vermont is oh, well over 100 cows. Um, yet the number of farms in business can, is, continues to slide. Every year it's, it's a slide. I think last year 85 farms went out of business. The year before that it was 180, 180 farms. And the year before that, the year that the uh, dairy compact was canceled by the Bush administration, uh, uh, over 400 farms went out of business in the state of Vermont. When we were kids here in Greensboro, there were 35 dairy farms. Today there are nine. Those, those 35 dairy farms, they were all milking 35 or 40 cows. That was enough to sustain a family, you know, 20 years ago. Um, that's no longer the case, unless you're adding value to your milk. What we're hoping to do is essentially reverse engineer an AOC we have determined that there is a market for our cheese, that that market is larger than uh, our ability to supply it, and that we uh, could very well sell a large volume of cheese. If that cheese is produced by our neighbors, that would be a, a beautiful thing. Um, so if uh, the, the dream is uh, to someday have dozens of farms producing um, a product, whether it's our product or, or theirs, uh, products that will actually sustain you know, families and communities and, and the landscape. We're trying to create a vehicle to make that happen. We talked to Matteo in the make room while Andy milked the cows in the barn next door. It's rare to get the two of them together since there is always something to do. Cows get milked twice a day, they're grazed when weather permits, fed in the barn when it doesn't. Cheese is made daily, followed by extensive cleanup. And then there are all the wheels in the cellar to tend to. It makes for a long day. You know, thought everybody, our neighbors, everybody thought we were crazy. And maybe we are. But, uh, you know, we've made it th three years and we've had quite a run of it. I mean, we've had, you know, media coverage and you know, New York Times and The Day Show, CNN and all that. And um, I think we're making our town proud, which is a good feeling. Jasper Hill is in Greensboro, Vermont, in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont, though it is unclear if there are other kingdoms. And besides Willie's, the ridiculously thorough and maze-like general store, there is little left in their town. But to Mateo, Jasper Hill's success translates to Greensboro's success. Small farm will support several families. Uh, large farm will support several families. It's the same number of families being supported 
on, on, on these farms. So from an economic trickle-down uh, perspective, you know, the more farms there are, the more families are living on the land. You know, that, that's a good thing for communities. Um, farms spend a lot of money in communities. We spend a lot of money. We, we're, you know, we're, we're funneling between two and three hundred thousand dollars a year through our business that's going to suppliers to the local hardware store to buy fuel from local fuel dealers to buy grain to buy hay from our neighbors we're we're not retaining you know a lot of money but we're spending a lot of money it's it's um, it's just a pass through you know our cheese is expensive we have our sales are good where we have money coming in and we have a lot of money going out and so that's the way it is with farms generally I mean um, the 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 benefits the net benefits to to uh, like secondary and tertiary businesses in a community are huge when you lose 185 farms a lot of businesses feel that a lot of businesses besides the, the farms that are going under we buy all our feed from our neighbors we're about supporting our community first and foremost we would much rather buy our dry hay produced in the old-fashioned way from our next-door neighbor than purchase organic feed from Canada. I mean, it's not even a debate. That, that hay is all grown with manure-fertilized, uh, you know, on manure-fertilized fields. Uh, he's never going to go organic. He's an old-school old Vermont dairy farmer. And if I can do fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars worth of business with him, that's money that's much better spent than purchasing organic feed from far away. We're working here with the concept of terroir, and that's local grass. Our cheese is made with local grass. Jasper Hill makes only raw milk cheese, a practice that means no pasteurization of the milk which is when milk is heated to kill off any potentially harmful bacteria. But it also means that the good bacteria, and some say the flavor-producing ones, are killed off as well. The debate of raw versus pasteurized is a serious one in the cheesemaking industry. But for Matteo, the decision to produce raw is all about the taste. I think that raw milk is um, alive, and cheese is a living product. To pasteurize, to, to make great milk and then pasteurize it is to limit your possibility and chop your product off at the knees. If you're making dirty milk, then maybe it's a, it's a good idea. We have developed cheeses and we make cheeses that meet the federal requirements for the production of raw milk cheese because we are looking at cheese making as an opportunity to showcase our milk and if you know you're going to go through all the effort to make great milk to pasteurize it seems like a waste that milk is based on grass um, we're rooting our products in in the terroir of this place and um, we try to accentuate that. We try to make cheeses in which you can taste the milk, whether it's uh, Bailey Hazen Blue, um, which is not a, a blue that is, is, is real overpowering and 
a knock you upside the head kind of experience. It's a, a blue cheese where you can still taste the milk because we make a we go through extreme lengths to produce that milk. We're very inefficient uh, in that sense, um, but that's what we're trying to present to the world. cheap milk okay so what do you want what you, you mean you want cheap milk but you don't but you want humanely certified you know food you know there's a real disconnect there and producers are just responding to the market demands that are being placed on them so is it wrong yeah there's a lot of things that are wrong like you know child labor, but we demand that of developing countries because we want cheap clothes. So is it wrong to have 10,000 cows in one place? Yes, it's wrong. But is it, am I going to condemn the, the person that's doing that? No. Do you think that there is a way to make a more affordable cheese? No. No. I think that if the actual true costs of production of our food were, you know, if the, if the real costs of, uh, of our food production were, were incorporated into the retail pricing, then all food would be a lot more expensive than it is. And our, our, all we have is a product whose price represents what it costs to make it subsidy, we have no support, we're competing against uh, products from countries that are subsidized to the eyeballs, and the cost of getting cheese from here to there is exorbitant. The, the current system is not working for uh, farmers generally, and for you know people, whether they're living in, uh, in in industrial, post-industrial cities in the developing world or in, uh, in, in the countryside. I mean, the global uh, trading system is failing a lot of people. Um, so, you know, that's, this is our response in a sense to that. Obviously, we're, we, are, we would be hypocrites if we didn't recognize that we also depend on that system for our, our livelihood. But this is our response.